If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hi, guys. You know, a friend of mine says that she can remember herself from the age of two. I remember myself since I was five. That's because I was exactly five years old the day I woke up in a new place. I had no idea where I was. I didn't remember my parents. I didn't know if I had brothers or sisters. I just looked around and tried to figure out what this cozy room was. It turned out that behind the seeming coziness, there was something really frightening. My name is Jenny, and this is my strange story of growing up. A girl walked into the room. She said her name was Linda. Sunshine, what's your name? She hugged me and stroked my head. Strangely enough, I remembered my name. My name is Jenny. Jenny, nice to meet you. Come, I'll introduce you to the others. Linda took my hand and led the way. I don't know why there were no questions in my mind as to how I got here. I just walked like everything was normal. Linda led me to a room where there was a neat uniform and a little book with pictures. The book included a list of school rules. As I got dressed, I was now and then distracted by the book, and what I saw made me very sad. First rule, everyone should look the same. Second rule, if you don't get an answer to your question, it means it's a stupid question. Third rule, no one goes beyond the school grounds except for students over 17. And even the older ones were only allowed to leave the grounds with the consent of the Baroness. Fourth rule, there is no peace outside the school, so being here must be seen as a blessing and a gift from above. It sounded creepy, but at that moment, I simply had no choice. I got dressed, and then Linda took me to my class to meet the other kids. There were only girls in class, but it didn't bother me at all at the time. We spent the whole class talking about what was ahead of us. The teacher assured us that the Baroness's school was always ready to give us shelter and food. It was explained to us that we were going to study and what we were going to do in our free time. In class, we tended to knit, learn songs. We learned how to look after our school, ourselves, animals, and plants. I liked those lessons very much but my gut felt something was being hidden from us. I didn't know what it was, but I wanted to find out. In our free time, when we were little, we'd play with dolls and talk nonstop about anything and everything. It was hard to call us bad students, but then we started growing up. I didn't realize there were penalties for breaking the rules until one of my classmates came to class one day with a hairdo that was different from others. I had never seen Baroness Olga before, but that day she came to class. She glanced at us with a look of dignity. When I examined her closely, I realized that we were all dressed like her. We have the same hairstyles, and they teach us to behave the same way she does. Who dared to break the school rules? Olga asked menacingly with her eyes closed. 
I don't know how she knew that someone had broken a rule in our class, but the longer she stayed silent, the more frightening it became for all of us. The troublemaker herself came up to her, and the Baroness, without looking, grabbed her by the arm and walked her out. Five minutes later, the girl was back in class with her hair in line with the school's rules. My classmate was wiping away her tears. What happened? We almost asked in chorus. Baroness Olga brought me into a creepy room, strapped me to a chair, braided my hair, and secured it with so much hairspray that I will have to sleep with all my hair done up for like a year. It's hard to call it a very cruel punishment, but our hair was not suitable for sleeping, that's for sure. When another classmate of mine decided to have her uniform slightly altered so it would fit better, they gave her a new one, but warned her that the next time they would dress her up in a potato sack. After all these events, our desire to break the rules subsided. But we still really wanted to be ourselves, not clones of each other. As we grew older, we were given new responsibilities. We had to take care of the farm and the vegetable garden on the school grounds. We watered plants, planted vegetables, and weeded the garden. We cleaned the animals' stalls, walked them, fed and gave them water, and those who were especially fond of cows and horses also washed them. The coolest thing was that no one was watching us during this time. Every year, they trusted us more and more, and we required less supervision. I honestly have no idea how they managed to keep an eye on all of us when we were little, but I felt that we were able to get away with small pranks. However, I didn't limit myself to small ones. I was patient for a long time and didn't break any rules, but curiosity is something else. Every year it grew bigger and bigger. I was curious about what was going on outside school. And even though I knew that in a few more years, I would be allowed to go out on my own beyond the school grounds by order of the Baroness, I was desperate to know what was out there. When we were cleaning the stalls once again and the work was coming to an end, I went over to the girls. Listen, I want to do something nice for you. I'll finish cleaning up by myself and you go get some rest. The girls looked at me in surprise, but did not object. To rest even for five minutes always felt nice. I finished my work very quickly, but instead of going over to the girls' room, I sneaked into the garden. Hiding behind tall bushes, I crawled along the ground to an area where there were a lot of tall weeds and grass. That's where I decided to climb over the fence. It did not bother me that it was not even two meters high, but five. I felt like a mountain climber. Of course, I did not know at the time that it was called that. And when I was already close to the goal, someone grabbed me from behind. Not by the leg, but by the collar of my uniform. It was the Baroness. I saw that there was a ladder against the wall and Olga was standing on it. I got locked in the naughty student's room for my bad behavior. And maybe it was for the best. I didn't go to class, didn't talk to anyone, Food was brought directly to my room, and I spent all my time alone. Not knowing what to do, I slept a lot and thought about what was happening to me. For the first time, I wasn't just doing my job. I was analyzing. During my time in this room, I re-examined my whole life. How I grew up, how I learned, how I played with the girls, and how I got here. Stop! That thought made me tense. Every year there was a new class of girls at school. Not teenagers, but very young girls. How do they get here? Where do they find them? Why don't they tell us anything about our parents, about our past? 
Why are we all the same? Why are we always shielded from the outside world? I wanted to get to the bottom of this as quickly as possible, but I wouldn't know anything by sitting here. I spent the rest of my punishment plotting how I was going to find out, without being mistaken for a rebel or being punished for being too curious. And I didn't even have to think of anything. One day after class, I was stopped by one of the older girls. Jenny, help me out. I was asked to take the new girl's files to the Baroness's office, and I didn't iron my uniform. If she sees me like this, she'll definitely send me to the naughty room. Well, it was a great way to learn a little more about this weird place. As I approached the office, the Baroness was chatting with her chief assistant. Even behind the closed door, I could clearly hear the bossy voice of the headmistress. Tomorrow, I will send a group of high school girls to bring in new girls. We are short of hands on the farm. The students can't cope. The main thing is to be careful. I saw an ad in today's paper. One of the girls we stole is already wanted by the police. It took my breath away. Stolen? So that's what's going on at this so-called school. Well, it's time to put an end to it. I knocked and entered the office. When I appeared, Baroness and her assistant were silent and stared at me in surprise. I brought the new girl's files. Baroness squinted her eyes. I was afraid she suspected something. But no, Olga soon nodded and waved toward the door, sending me out. I put the documents on the table, gathered all my courage, and asked, Excuse me, Baroness. I heard from the high school girls that they will be going out tomorrow to run your errands. May I go with them? Olga and the assistant were shocked at my audacity. I know I'm not 17 yet, but I want to be useful to you. I don't know how it happened, but the Baroness was kind to me. She allowed me to join the high school girls. We were given special cards and told that we had to pick up the girls from the places marked with a cross and then bring them to the same room where each of us had once woken up, and that included me. We went outside the school grounds and split up. Of course, I wasn't about to run errands for this crazy slave owner. Once I got away from the school, I immediately swerved out of my route straight into the woods. I ran as fast and as long as I could. The branches were hitting my face and my body, but it was as if I didn't feel any pain. Honestly, I didn't know what I was going to do. I had no idea what was behind the tall fence. Finally, I had no strength left. I stopped and leaned against a tree, trying to catch my breath. Oh, what a fool I was. I was in the woods without food or water. What was I supposed to do? Suddenly, I saw two yellow eyes in the trees. Oh, great. Now I was going to be eaten by a wild animal. I remembered how in one book, the main character started screaming and waving her arms when he encountered wolves after getting lost in the woods. The wolves got scared of him and ran away. Maybe they'll be afraid of me, too. I screamed as hard as I could, but the beast didn't even move. Hey, it said. Do you need any help? Don't be afraid. Come over here. I eventually reached the road where the dangerous beast was glaring its eyes. The beast turned out to be a car. I have seen one just like it in textbooks. A guy walked toward me. He asked me if I was all right and what I was doing alone in the woods. It was the first time I had ever seen a guy. <laughs> and I was lucky that it was cute. My savior's name was Zack, and he listened to my story. He was shocked. Zack himself was there by a miraculous accident. A sharp rock had punctured the tire of his car. My new acquaintance rushed to get me away from this terrible place, and the first thing we did was go to the police. 
the police promised to check the information about the mysterious school of Baroness Olga, and Zack offered to let me stay with him. Of course, he immediately realized that I was completely unaccustomed to modern life and patiently explained everything to me, down to the smallest detail. Now, we live together. A couple of years later, we got married. As for Baroness Olga's school, the police finally managed to gather enough evidence to put this woman in jail. I'm glad I once had the courage to run away from that strange school. You should never be afraid of anything. Have you ever had situations when your courage helped other people? Be sure to tell your story in the comments below.